The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion Vershawn Jackson. Oh, got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24-yard line. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Presented by Wingstop, here he is, Vershawn Jackson. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like the weekend, what was that? it's like <laughs> the, he, the wave, the, the worm, the yeah. what in the world is that? The wiggly, the wiggly, wiggly. I thing. like it. Hey, it's all. It, it, <laughs> hey, it feels like a weekend. It's all good though, Bob. It feels like a Friday today, or whatever it is. No work. Oh yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving Eve. Yeah. Well, black shirt. What are you thankful for? Oh, a lot of stuff, man. Just, just to be alive. Just to be happy and live it. I'm just happy to be living right now. You know, I, I don't have any issues in life. And, and you know, I'm kind of proud of everything I do and everything my friends do for me. And just, I'm just happy to be here and just grateful to watch football and live my life and, you know, just watch my kids grow. And and that's about it, man. I'm, I'm a simple person right now. Mm. Bye. Yeah, echo those uh, sentiments. You know, I was asking my friend the other day what was because I wanted to get the late '90s. I love the late '90s, so I was trying to get him to t- tell me the late '90s were the favorite part of his life. I said, "What are the best four years of your life?" And he sat and thought about it for a second. And he thought, "Well, the last four years. I mean, things are things are really starting to look up." And he's and, you know he's doing well. And I thought the same thing. I was like, "Well, you know what?" I start to think about it. Uh, you know, I can't. Have, there's a lot of things to be thankful for currently for me. Yeah, uh, January third, man. I. I started this endeavor on the radio and uh I appreciate all the, the the people, the fans, the the colleagues, the people who listen. Uh I appreciate the black shirt for gracing me with his presence. Uh it's a, such a pleasant surprise to have a person like him that's knowledgeable. Um and you know, when you talk about development, just seeing him get better on the radio is is awesome to me. Uh you as well, Bach. You know, I, I hit you guys up sometimes at the last minute to throw this in, throw that in, do this, do that. And you guys put up with me being late. So, you know, I, I'm grateful for the ticket, the ticket family, um, everybody that's uh, affiliated with the, the ticket DP uh, for him, believing in myself and, you know, all of the guys who who've never done radio before, who he has coached and uh, helped get the confidence to say, I can do radio, you know, all those athletes that's that, that he is enabled to have a voice 
um, I'm, I'm just grateful for that, man. I mean, I never thought 20 something years later that we'd be talking Nebraska football and doing it at this level. And then, you know, with the station uh, moving and getting a new location, you know, the hard work that I think Rebecca has put in um, sometimes goes un, you know, untold and unsaid. And I, I just want to be, I want to be really, really grateful for her, for her dedication to the station, for us being uh, great. Um, I hope that everybody that has shows, we continue to grow and get more shows, but that we just continue as a station. But I'm I, I'm grateful for my family. And, uh, you know, I, I would be very, very grateful for a Nebraska win against Iowa. <laughs> yes. That would be the best gift I can get on Black Friday. Well, not my best gift. I'm going to get mine. <laughs> what are you going to well, – do, do you guys plan on going to get something on Black Friday? Yeah, I think I'm going to get a TV for, my, for the basement. I think I'm going to get like a – 70 inch down there. Oh my gosh, you got some big bucks. No whammies, black oh, sir. They're not big bucks. <laughs> hey, that's, that's $250 right there. That ain't nothing. That's cake, that's cake mix. <laughs> let me find out. Let me find out you getting some NIL money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you holding out on me. I don't know how I'm getting it, but. Are you going to have to fight people off for that? For that, you think in the morning? Are you going in the morning for Black Friday shopping? Uh,. I don't know yet, man. Yeah. I, don't, I don't feel like boxing early in the morning <laughs> or doing some Billy Tybo. You know, I don't want to oh, do yeah. all that. I, don't, I, 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 I will try to go late, later. I don't know yet. Yeah. So it depends if I got my, my boxing um, gear out, out <laughs> and my, my gloves shined up and my boxing shoes. So I got to have my shoes right. So might be a dead sprint to that TV. <laughs> what about you, Bach? What you doing? I'm not doing Black Friday shopping. That's too early for a, a big day that we have here on the ticket and, uh, you know, covering the Nebraska-Iowa game. Uh, it is it is one of my favorite days of the year, and it's one of my favorite traditions. And Sean Eichhorst, uh at one time didn't understand the, the tradition to play on Black Friday and uh, was, was kind of moving away from that. I absolutely love it. It's like, you know, it, it's kind of weird, but football, when I think of Thanksgiving, yeah, I think of, like, food and turkey and all that, but I always think of football, too. And Black Friday, Nebraska-Iowa, it's Nebraska-Colorado before people before you know my time in nebraska oklahoma around thanksgiving so uh nebraska football is definitely a big part of thanksgiving for me and it just hasn't been you know like you said they just haven't had a win uh in this in this area since like 2014 so it's it's time to time to turn that around at least send the seniors off of the correct way uh spoil iowa's season and, and go get going to off season like terrell was saying uh with something to, to to kind of pat ourselves on the back with and feel like hey you know we, we if if you know we took down the team that was going to win the division so you know how far away are we sometimes it feels like it's going to take a complete rebuild and all that stuff but if, if you could beat iowa no more getting close. No more, you know, even a one-point loss to Wisconsin. If you could beat somebody, uh, that would tell you that you're a little bit closer than what you thought with this, uh, wh whoever the next coaching hire will be. Special teams are going to play a big part of this game. I think in some, in some, you know, kickoff return, we're close. Um, again, I, me personally, I like Yant back there. You know, I like uh, 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 Gabe Irvin. They ain't doing nothing but getting splinters in their butts anyway. Put them back there. They're running backs. We always, I'm trying to think. The only person that I can think of being back there in my era that wasn't a running back was Joe Walker and Corey Dixon in my era. I know Tyron Williams was back there, but, uh, or not Tyron Williams, but Tyron Hughes was back there. 
But I'm saying in my era, I really don't. Was Shevin Wiggins back there? Kenny Cheatham went back there one time and took it to the house against Oklahoma. Um, but I don't – it was always running backs. Damon Benning, Clinton Childs. You know what I mean? Guys are going – bigger guys that are blocked. Because you got guys that are, that are coming down, you know, 100 miles an hour scalding. If you can find a way to get them blocked and stop watching, if you if you get off your block, go find another guy. But don't watch your guy make the tackle. You know, so it's just a little nuances. Like we have to win the special teams game. I say the same things. The reason why I changed the show up because I'm going to say the same things. It was all a movie anyway. It's just a movie, guys. The real game won't start until we know who the coach is and then it's game on right now it's a movie right now yeah if we win or lose what what is it going to really change if it went we win we still going we still have the anxiety of another coach or a coach being decided and then once the coach if mickey gets it bringing in his own guys if this coach gets it bringing in their own people. So there's going to be a complete reboot, whether we like it or not. Whether it's Mickey or someone else, there's going to be a reboot. I say get behind the guy that hasn't made any excuses. Get behind the guy that's that's right at the ship at least. And he just looks like a coach. I'm not, I mean, for real. I've done my homework. We've all had a chance to watch. Could you imagine if you had 10 Mickeys coaching? What's that team look like? <laughs> what, what, no slight to anybody else, not that they ain't coaching like Mickey, but listen, you got to have like minds. There was a bunch of like minds with Coach Osborne where they understood Coach Osborne was the top. Whatever he said for them to do, they did it. And remember, he said he would. they would have meetings where they would have a in-house this don't leave this room. Give me your problems. What do you have? What, what, what's what's going on with you? And once they got done with that meeting, it was over. So I just, we're playing Iowa. The focus is Iowa. I hope Mickey and the boys go out and leave it on the field. Leave it on the field. I don't. Last week, do you do you think we left it on the field? Yeah, I, I think we did. You know, it's they, they they played great. You know, but you know, it's it's that end of the game. You know, well, I thought you should have gave a little bit more, but you couldn't muster it out. But you know, they still played great. So what you do is you take the momentum from last week and you try to be the spoiler because you know, like everybody else, this is a a rivalry that, that that we was thrown into, not really a rivalry that we've been having. So, but, you know, you, you, you go in there, you try to be the spoiler, and you take that attitude and to the offseason with a victory, hopefully, and you, you build off that. You you build off the players that 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 you think that can you can grow with on this team and you bring players in that's from the NIL, I mean, or, or from the transfer portal and – and you and you and you try to match and match, and you try to get a a great combination because you're gonna have to go out there and spend money this year. You know, you go. I mean, I think it's a, the the portal's been a learning process, so we always know what we can expect out of the portal. Now it's it's just that we go and offer the bigger bang for the buck, 
And, you know, and, and we have to do a background first on these players we get <laughs> from the portal because I think we wasted some money this year on it. And, and you know, or, or you know, you got you to gotta make sure you got the right players for the Big Ten if you're going to go to the portal and get the players. You got to get the tough ones, not the not the ones that aren't used to that kind of this, – this rough kind of play, you know. So, there's a lot of things we have to do and just, you know, build off that and keep the recruiting going and let's try again next year. I don't know if we can depend on the portal <clears throat> because here's the deal. Unless you got a guy like what's the Pittsburgh receiver, unless you got a guy like that that can come in and help your team, don't waste your time. I mean, we're gonna getting JUCOs. Yeah, we're gonna have to go put JUCO and Porter. I mean, we just we can't. Yeah. You're not gonna. I mean. Sometimes, sometimes JUCO players are not ready like that. I mean, you gotta, I agree with you 100%. So, you know, we got to go get some starters from some other schools that's testing the water. Not all of them going to leave. Some are going to put their name in there, but all of them not going to leave. So I think we need to get the best that or the best of the best instead of just Listen, the mediocre ones. Dude, you better get not got – these have to be game-ready guys. Yeah. Yep. I think battle tested. I think with a head coach in place. Yeah. I think if Mickey name was in place already, we would we could have put a push for that offensive lineman from um, Ohio State. He's a great blocker now. He's going where? Uh yeah, we I didn't see where he ended up going, but I did see he transferred. There's there's a few guys hitting the transfer portal. Um I think I think Nebraska's absolutely got to use it. I think with their NIL, you know, whether it is like you said, I you know, some game ready guys would would certainly help, but I wouldn't turn away from some of the projects that you have as well. I mean, it, it's just um, you know, like they what was it, Kane Williams at, at, at safety, um, maybe didn't make an immediate impact, but I, I think if you if you've got a guy that's a you know playing for Ohio State at Alabama, maybe worth a shot to bring in for a long term build. Um, but the the key for this offseason to me, a lot of it's going to be retaining your players. Um, because obviously with the new coaching, uh, the new coach that comes in, that's going to be huge because Nebraska's got a pretty young team. There's not a whole lot of seniors, uh, impact seniors that are walking away. Um, and and again, I, I know a lot of these guys, you say, well, some of the start, you know, they're not game changers or whatever. That's part of building your two deep. I, I think everybody that starts at Nebraska could at least be pretty good for a two deep next year. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't think it starts with the transfer portal. I think it starts with recruiting. Uh, it starts with uh, getting the best recruits you can, and I'm 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 in agreement with you, Black Shirt. If if Mickey had been named the coach already, we'd probably have a leg up on recruiting because a lot of people are waiting for this to be announced, you know. And 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 if you keep Mickey, I, I think you keep everybody in house. You know, nobody leaves, and I think Trey Palmer or uh, Casey Thompson comes back. I think if Mickey leaves, you, you're going to have a you're gonna exodus sh- of players just because. You know, they've had so much change and they finally got. Remember, I asked that question a couple of weeks ago. What do the players think? Do we go to these press conferences and say, hey, what do the, you know, what do you think about X coach? Who would you like? Okay, Mark. Mark is on the line. We miss Chris. Oh, we have Chris on oh, the line. Chris. Chris is on the line. Is Chris right now? Okay. Chris, you're on the captain show. What say you? Hey, guys, I just wanted to mention something. I think, honestly, this year is probably going to be one of the most complicated years for recruiting simply because this is the second full year of the NIL, adding to it the transfer portal and just regular recruiting. I think it's just so much more complex than everybody's given it credit for. 
and it's just going to be a lot harder than it's ever been. But I think even if we get a new coach, it's you got to have those strong recruiters like Mickey. But if you don't have that, it, it's going to make your team on the bottom barrel of every recruiting class. Right. Absolutely, yeah. Chris. Appreciate that. I, I mean, Chris is right. You, you, if you don't have someone that can go get them, and that's connected. And let me tell you, Mickey's connected worldwide. Do you think that those receivers he has don't have cousins, uncles, aunts, brothers that have kids that play? They do. And they send them to people that they trust. That's how it works. Mark, you're on the captain show. What say you? Hey, gentlemen, happy Thanksgiving Eve, first of first of all, to both of you. I hope you're having a you're going to have a wonderful Thanksgiving with family and friends, and it is a privilege to, to listen to you both every day. It really is. I uh, appreciate that. I, uh, you know, if, if you look at this year, it really was a Hail Mary, if you think about it. Um, I don't know how many transfer kids came in from the portal, but a lot, right? A lot. These kids are coming from all over the country. They're coming from all different systems. And where are they coming to? especially on the offensive side. What are they coming to? There's no identity with this program. So you're taking all this talent, you're throwing it in a bag, and you're shaking it up, and you're saying, let's, let's play well together. Let's have chemistry in an identity that we haven't even developed. I, I really think that uh, that's what this year was all about. And I think the long term is going to be it, – it, it is going to be – recruiting those kids in that 500-mile radius, developing them, particularly on the lines, sprinkling in the skilled players you may get from the portal. But if you're going to make the core of your program a portal and JUCO program, I really have serious doubts about whether this program is going to advance very much. If you look at Iowa, I mean, they, they shun the portal completely. I don't think it, that's the answer. I think you can get some real quality talent out of the portal. But I think it has to complement your identity, and it has to complement those kids in the 500-mile radius. It is a crime, the number of players we have let out of this state at, in, in, at every position, but particularly those that want to be here, that understand the tough physical nature of Big Ten football. Um, and, and so that, that would be my my recommendation is you build and develop this program around an identity and around those kids here in the 500 mile radius. Hmm. Yeah. I, spot on, man. Spot on. I, I mean, you can't make a living. You gotta, you gotta get kids that you can develop into those guys that are going to be patient for one and two years and wait their turn and be get bigger, stronger, faster. That would be my pitch. Get bigger, stronger, faster. Learn what you're doing. The only how you're going to do that is by consistency, keeping the game plan the same, and having consistency in the coaching staff, period, point, point. Matthew and Hickman is on the line. What say you? Hey, fellas. Uh, going off of that consistency thing, I've, I haven't said anything, and I've waited to call into the show until this week about this whole coaching thing. I, I think it's – it's crazy that that we talk about the youth and the kids and the state while we nobody cares about Nebraska football, this and that. That's not true. I, I hate the, the Twitter gossip and all that and the media, and, and Mickey's got it right by staying off of it. Here's the thing. They want to talk about recruits and keeping in-state recruits. 
what's the big, big difference? I, I mean, there's a lot of difference, but the big, big change from the 90s and, and, our, and you guys to now, it's the consistency. These, we got to give these kids something to root for, and, and that's keeping the, the team and the players and the coaching staff together as much as we can, man. It's, we cannot sit here and complain about the kids of our state not caring or knowing about Nebraska when they got new faces and new leaders every three years. And man, my opinion doesn't matter, but for what it's worth, Mickey, Mickey's on the right track with these kids, man. He, he knows them. He speaks the language of Nebraska football. He understands the youth. He's a leader. That's what we've been missing at the helm this entire time is a leader. It, and we got one. What are we looking for, fellas? That's it. I appreciate you. Bye. Hey, Matt from Hickman is yeah. the captain and show. He, hey, yeah, and he and he's right because, you know, we we had coaches that, that was going to Omaha, but it took Mickey to go up there and talk to these coaches and 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 let them understand like, hey, I'm I'm willing to work with you coaches if you're willing to accept Nebraska. And so Mickey went up there and he put his face and his name on the line to every coach at them high schools in Omaha. And what Nebraska wasn't able to do in the last three or four years. So what have – you know, so you, you sit here and see how much this guy has did for this university and how much he's still doing for this university and for people to, you know, go off, oh, he's not this, he's not that. Well, he's doing a head coach job for the last eight, nine – for the last eight, nine games. So now you now you make him permanent, let him get in there, let him get get this thing rolling because everything's going the way we need it to go for next year, you know. But you add some stuff to it and you just keep, keep the vibe strong because you'll mess around and get a new coach. You're going to lose half of this team. Then you're gonna start all over. You're not gonna even notice half of the players that's 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 here this year. So now you got to wait a whole another year to find out who you're gonna have at quarterback, who you're gonna find at running back. Because I guarantee you, if he leaves, you know, most likely, I think twenty five guys will leave. Hey, have we heard from Bob? Matt, appreciate that though. That was a great call, Matt. Listen, don't be a stranger, Matt. I love that take. I think you've got some great knowledge on. Uh, uh, Nebraska football in uh, the things that you say. So don't be a stranger. Call in whenever you, you your heart tells you to call in. We'll pick up the phone for you, buddy. Um, Mike, we're going to get to you, but I got to say something before we get to Mike. Black shirt, you, you know you, you know you're streaming on a lot of different platforms, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I could have swore unless I saw a ghost. You was just standing there on YouTube Picking boogers out of your nose. Was that what you're doing? Oh, no. Nah, I was doing like this. He's trying to get the hair? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. I'm not the Mark Whipple, all right? You try to call me Mark Whipple Jr.? Oh, no. Yeah. Hey, thanks for that nickname, Mark Whipple Jr. <laughs> he was on live TV. He, he had about 20 million live? watching him. He, hey. hey, and then he put his hand in his mouth. So I'm not uh, going to. All we got to do is rewind the tape hey. on you, Mark Whipple Jr., and okay. you see. Were you were you in your nose trying to get one of them little whipples out, or no. was you? I, I got hair, to get like, hair. Hair. I shaved the other day, and I'm trying to. That's a lot. Okay, <laughs> Mike. Mike, hurry up and get in here because it's filling up fast. Mike, you're on with the captain. What say you? Hey guys, this may not be a popular take, and I'm not talking about any coaching specific. I, I am not. But I think if we're going to say, well, we may lose these guys or we may lose this recruit, 
then I guess so be it. I think we better find the right coach, whoever that may be. You know, and it could be whoever. I, I'm not talking about anyone in particular, but if, if we're going to wor- worry that a couple of guys are going to leave, they leave no matter who the coach is. We better get the right guy because if we sign someone just on the expectation, well, this guy can keep this many recruits or whatever, then theoretically we could be stuck with a bad coach and five years later we're doing it all over again. I just want to get the right coach um, and, and have the right assistance too. I, I'm not so certain. We need to improve our recruiting. Everyone does if we're going to get up there. But you look at our offensive line. They were all highly recruited. Didn't Turner Corcoran turn us down or turn down Alabama for us? They're all four stars, and they're you know they're a bunch of matadors out there. They just waved the old thing and let the bull run right by them to get to Casey. So I, I'm more worried about getting the right coach and then fill everything in. I, I just don't think we can worry about little things at this point in time. We got to look at it for five years, six years down the road. Thanks a lot. Appreciate that, Mike. Now you're 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 right on it too, Mike. Um, you do want to whoever the coach is. I say that all the time. Of course, you know everybody's got their opinion on who they want. I want Mickey, but whoever this coach is, it's a huge, huge hire. And I can't wait to get through this Iowa game. I hope Mickey and the boys can pull it off to put a whole bunch of pressure on the whole state to name Mickey Joseph the 34th head coach of Nebraska football. It's the ticket! www.wingstop.com Chicken sandwiches on deck. We'll be right back. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.